0: Hey, this week's podcast is sponsored by the great folks Chris and Sandra over at NachoMamasSeattle.com. Mrs. Clams, what are they serving up hot and fresh this week?
1: This week, we can get some truffle burger nachos with Oregon black truffle cheese sauce, ground beef with bacon, and garlic chives. You can also get some minus the beef. Uh, Kale salad, organic kale tossed in a spicy lemon vinaigrette topped with cotilla cheese, crushed almonds, and a carrot relish. Of course, some delicious salsa verde and chips. And they've got some beer scotty, twice-baked dark chocolate chip cookies made with imperial coffee stout and sea salt, perfect for dipping in a dark beer. Where are they going to be, L-Train?
0: Dark beer. Mm, that sounds good to me. Wednesday, they're going to be at Black Raven Brewing in Redmond from 4 to 8. Thursday, Optimism Brewing on Capitol Hill from 5 to 9. Friday, The Hop and Hound in Bothell from 4.30 to 8.30. Oh, man. Saturday, No Boat Brewing in Snoqualmie, 12 to 8. Sunday, Ridgecrest, Public House and Shoreline from 5 to 8. Man, on Twitter, check them out at Nacho Mamas SCA. Facebook and Instagram at Nacho Mamas Seattle. Nacho Mamas com. Check out Chris and Sandra. Gourmet Nachos done right. Hashtag Nachos. nachos and beer. Hey, this is the L train. We are back for another great, great episode. Got a big one for you this week. And before we get to that, she's back. She's off of hiatus. She's been working her tail off. The one, the only, my beautiful, hot and sexy (laughs) wife, Mrs. Clams. How are you?
1: I am fantastic. How are you?
0: I'm doing really good. I'm uh, really happy that you're actually back with me this week. Yes. Yes. You know, your contract states when you have (laughs) things that are more important.
1: I am the Brock Lesnar. You get to go do whatever you
0: need to do, whether it's UFC or never mind. Right, exactly. But what you been doing?
1: I have been working uh, feverishly to finish my first ever debut novel, which is going to be out in the world on March 31st. I am excited and terrified at the same time. And I have been doing all kinds of stuff to try to get it in the best shape it can be so it can fly out into the world, into the Kindles in the hands of readers everywhere.
0: What's the name of this book and how do the folks out there... Get a hold of it.
1: Well, for those who are interested, it's actually set in our local town of Enumclaw, Washington. It's a supernatural mystery, kind of an urban fantasy story. So if that's your cup of tea, uh, you might want to check it out. At least I hope you do. It is on Amazon, and the title is Burn to a Crisp, a Gingerbread Hag Mystery, and I have more details on Twitter for anybody who wants to check it out. Kimberly A271 is where you can find me, of course, or right now I think I'm going by the crispy Mrs. Clam, so in honor of the book, so you can uh, read all about the info there.
0: When the folks want to get a hold of this on, you said March:
1: Amazon, March 31st.: 31st.: It goes live.
0: Amazon, you can get a digital copy.
1: Or a paperback.
0: Paperback. There yep. is a, a a pre-funk right now for the uh, digital, right? Yes.
1: It's pre-sale right now for the digital, for those who want to go that way. B- bargain priced. Uh, but there will also be a paperback version for those who like old school, like me. So I'm excited. So that's I what I've been
0: doing. want to publicly say, I am very, 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 very proud of what you have done oh and I accomplished. pay you to say that you've neglected the household I
1: have horribly no I'm just kidding no that's no joke I have <laughs> it's been a <But>, nightmare <laughs> uh,
0: to even get to the next level on that you're already working on part two correct
1: yes book two is uh, underway now so I'm hoping to do at least four of these in this series so we'll see hopefully hopefully hopefully
0: well today was a good day
1: it was it was a fantastic speaking of writing
0: you went and met
1: i met with our local seattle writers group the necromancers of which our friend philip is the lead magician
0: what the hell did you call the name of that
1: necromancers
0: necromancers yeah okay and everyone that listens to this podcast know who Philip is. He, he is. writes all the previews, reviews for Defy yes. without a cause and more.
1: He is, yes, our our head magician. So yes, we had a wonderful meeting, followed up by some dumplings at uh, Dintai Din Tai Fun and I came home and you had done all the prep, you'd gone to the store. Preach it. Yeah, you're getting us on back on the good, clean eating wagon that we have not been on of late. So you have been just a busy bee while I have not been.
0: I've just got done making some egg cups yeah, with ham and turkey and cheese in them. And some shout bell out to pepper. Manny. You cut me off and, no, I'm just kidding. You thought the th- same thing I was right there. <laughs> Our good friend Manny, I was asking him how he does his uh, food. What, do you got a little hair from the thing they over there? do. There's like a hair stuck to well, my microphone. The, the cat over in the studio. But anyway, um, <laughs> Manny, shout out. Make the egg cups. Egg cups. We got those ready for yes, the week. Yes, we do. I do also have the chicken breasts in the oven as we speak for the food prep for the week.
1: Yes, although it is St. Patrick's Day and we do have a corned beef in the crock well, pot. I did manage that much. Tonight,
0: tonight is the night of corned beef and wine,
1: and some cabbage. I hear you. And cabbage. You're I'm going to
0: saute some up. Real we'll proper see like. About that in a, a pan it's gonna be uh, great but uh if i
1: could do an irish accent right now i would but i'm bad with accents
0: oh, oh i don't know no, i can't do it you can't do it uh, i don't it. know i pr- almost went to probably something about me lucky the charms i was gonna do something but i think it might have been more scottish and that would have been very like someone would have got pissed off if you mix scottish and Irish.
1: yeah best not to let's leave that to the professionals <laughs> so anyway get to the wrestling man this is clams what's up
0: proud of you and i am happy to have you back. Thank Finally, you. I know. We had to re up the contract.
1: Start pulling my weight around here. I That's get it. right.
0: We we need some help around here.
1: Yes. But I'll definitely be at next Sunday's show in Everett without a cause.
0: Without a cause, March the twenty fourth. Yes. The Nomana Lodge. We're gonna be there. And uh speaking of that, today mm-hmm. for this very podcast, I got? talked, I spoke. I chatted with the one and only Max, Ooh. the man who calls a shot it without a cause. He broke down the card for us. And as the show is released, that card has been announced on uh, Sunday the day before. So I'm not trying to spoil anything. No spoilers. It is a fabulous card from top to bottom. Max did just let us know that uh, he did get a message, one single message, that maybe Joey Ryan... Mm. Should be moved to the end of the card. And that's just what he did. We're going to get Joey Ryan and Chase James in a tag team match Mm. at the end of the uh, show uh, against uh, Johnny Flynn and his tag team partner, whose name is not coming to me right now. Is
1: Johnny Flynn that guy from Reno?
0: I believe he is from Reno. Um,
1: I think is he He's the guy the with the bowling outfit? That's okay. right.
0: He's got the slick back hair. Got it. He brought the bowling bag out with got him. Got it. It was phenomenal. He took the actual dick flip suplex. <laughs> yes, last indeed. Last whack. Last whack. And not only did I speak to the one and only Max. Mm-hmm. I spoke to two other people today.
1: As I said, you've been busy.
0: I also got to speak to local celeb. Mm. Mm-hmm. Steve Miggs. Wow. And uh, it was great talking to him. We chatted without a cost, three, two, one, and uh, just wrestling in general. That's awesome. And I uh, just had a great time. Uh, Did great you talk time. to Lola? What? Did you talk to Lola? Lola? Yeah. You then? mean Lulabelle?
1: Bell? Oh, shit. Sorry.
0: Okay. Funny story, real quick, and you're going to hear this when you listen to this podcast today. <laughs> Me and Steve. You know, I called him up on Skype, and we're talking for a few minutes like people do before we hit the record button. Yes. No problems at all. As soon as I hit the record button, Lulabell started just barking. Check that out in this podcast. Uh, in the, See, in and I didn't even two. know
1: that, and I brought you into that story. You did. That's well, at how, like, are. at least get like, the name right of the dog next time.
0: Now yeah, you I insulted know. local celebrity Steve Miggs, the uh, verified I know. champion of without a cause. Sorry, by the way.
1: Steve. I'll bring a doggy goodie bag when I come next Sunday for her.
0: There you go. I'll make peace. Make peace, and then after that, I got to talk to a fabulous man, a man that has recently had a child right before Defy on uh, January. I think it was twenty the twenty the eighth. Twenty the 8th? Twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Caden Cassidy. And uh, hear his uh, story, what he's been doing lately, his uh, matches at DOA. Cool. Um, and all the uh, stuff he's been doing. And by the way, all three of these people at the last minute gave me their time. One, a podcast that I really wanted to do didn't work out. And uh, so I really appreciate uh
1: And that is why the Northwest wrestlers are the best.
0: They are. And they're also... Cody, classic Cody Chun was going to step in today, mm-hmm. but I had already s- recorded so much content. I contacted him, and we're going to talk for next week's podcast. Fantastic! So check out Cody Chun next week on this podcast. But before you hear him next week on this podcast, check him out at Without a Cause, mm-hmm. taking on Roses.
1: That's going to be a good match. with
0: Nick Wayne as mm-hmm. the special mm-hmm. referee. By the way,
1: oh nice, very nice. So,
0: that's amazing. Uh, lots of stuff going on in wrestling coming up yeah? around the area. Let's hear it. Ring of Honor.
1: Yeah. June the 1st. Exciting. A, we got a, our tickets.
0: A lift right away, baby.
1: Yeah. We I don't mean, have I mean, we're to up drive. at the ceiling level, but that's okay.
0: It doesn't matter.
1: Show where it's got good seats. Show
0: where it's, you know, we've we're been fine. in the upper for even hockey and stuff. It's it's not bad there.
1: We're fine. We're totally fine. But we could not justify spinning the big dough because we did our taxes and uh, yeah. Let's just say we owe Uncle Sam this year. Thousands. <laughs> Ten thousands. Yeah, somehow we've got our deductions all screwed up. So, well, anywho, know. we went on a cheaper plan. But anyway, but we got cool. the
0: uh, upper deck tickets, but a lot of people from the Seattle, uh, or I should say, Northwest wrestling community. We'll be there. Oh, it's going to uh, be awesome.
1: we got to plan a pre-funk somewhere.
0: Pre-funk over at uh, Kent Station somewhere. Yeah. Or the AC Ooh, Tavern, possibly. Yeah. Oh, Duke's um,
1: Chatter has a really nice happy hour. I'm just saying. That would be fun.
0: But anyway, that's going to be a blast. Cool. For anyone that's interested, Mrs. Clams and myself purchased tickets to AEW in Vegas. Yeah, that was pre-tax Vegas.
1: return. <laughs> free
0: tax return
1: now we're like no but we're anyway not going. <laughs> we're
0: not going to be going to the show if you are interested or know someone that's interested hit us we up. have some really good seats well they're okay seats not like front row or anything no,
1: they're good seats though
0: AEW tickets Las Vegas Plus
1: it's Vegas baby
0: for May the 25th just watch the hangover AEW.
1: if you gotta get in the mood
0: if you're interested in these tickets contact us DM us hit us up on my email yeah bfpw podcast it's all good at gmail.com happy to
1: have a, a local person take them off our hands so definitely
0: definitely definitely there's a lot of other good shows coming up next friday night yeah three what? two one battle returns to the evolve uh gym if you will nice the Very battle nice. palace
1: i think we might have to get down to that one
0: well one of these days it's one of those things that's kind of uh Late night on a Friday I for us know, old folk.
1: But you know, I think but we will make, make it
0: one of these days. We'll caffeinate up. We'll make and it. And then also on the 24th, like we said, there's Without a Cause, but also down in, um, I believe it's Salem, Oregon, Ooh. WCWC, their 14th anniversary show. That's a 2 p.m. bell time. Hey, that's cool. So possibly you could go check that out, jump in a car and get the <laughs> second half of the WAC show. Wow. And then uh, on the 30th of March... ECCW up there in uh, Canada, Canada, mm-hmm. um, and then also down in uh, Portland, the Oregon Wrestling Club has their show at 7 p.m. Nice. Last time, Billy Jack Haynes, Portland legend, showed yes. up. Yes. Uh, so that could – And I know you're
1: still trying to figure out how to get a hold of him. So if anybody has his phone number, Twitter, email, whatever – uh, L Train would really like to reach out and have a chat with him because he hasn't had a chance to say Don Owens lately. So, you know, that's what he needs. I'm
0: still not going to say it. Does it count as a drinking game if you say it no, and not me? It has to be you. All right. And then uh, also, Prestige Wrestling has some great shows coming up in May. Holy mackerel. They're going to get. Corvallis they're going to be in Hermiston and also Spokane on May the 24th we're kind of talking about that see if we can get out to that Um, I heard there's going to be a Project 42 show coming to Tacoma soon (gasps) listen to this podcast you might hear something about that and then um, you know what let's get to it well before that Mrs. Clams do you like to stream independent wrestling
1: you know I like to stream you know it
0: you know it you know it and most of our listeners do and if you haven't yet, go over it. Get your free 30-day trial, powerslam.tv. Use the promo code BFPWFREE and get your free 30-day trial, powerslam.tv. Over 4,400 freaking... Gazillion. Gazillion, zillion, bazillion hours of content. That's a Check lot. it out right now. Powerslam.tv, BFPWFREE. And uh, Mrs. Clams? Yeah. Anything else we should uh, kind of talk about uh, before we head off no. into the sunset and let the stars
1: Let of the this stars podcast shine. Take over. No, it's a jam packed show. Let's Max, get on it.
0: Migs, Kate and Cassidy. Nice. I am the L Training, and check me out on Twitter. At Rat League Extreme. She's whoever the hell she I wants ever, to be ever.
1: Just put in Crispy Mrs. Clams. And
0: uh, by the way, Google K.A. Miltimore. <laughs> shh. No. Oh, shh. And see what comes <laughs> up. Cats Buy the, the damn bag. book. Help a sister <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> Thanks, L-Train.
0: Anyway, check out our show, BigfootProWrestling.com. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify these days Also. I'm the L-Train, you're... Leaving the station. Bam, bam, boom, bam. Hey man, the L-Train uh, back in a uh, big show next Sunday, March the 24th, and uh, he's here to tell us about it. The one and only, uh, very tired, Max. How you doing, brother?
2: Hey, pretty good. Sorry, uh, my ho- my voice is going to be a little bit hoarse today. Uh, I went and enjoyed myself at a pro wrestling show last night uh, for the first time in ages. Uh, Shout-outs to the folks who run Project 42. Uh, lots of fun.
0: Well, how is that, being at a show that uh, you're not involved with, you're not doing nothing backstage, you're not doing the social media, you're not calling anything. You just get to watch and enjoy it for once.
2: You know... <clears throat> Seeing as it was the same ring that we use for for Without a Cause, um, I I was like watching the ring, making sure that like nothing was going to happen. Obviously, nothing happened. The ring is very solid, uh, but it's just something that you kind of keep in the back of your brain anytime you see anybody involved with any of your shows. So I'm like, oh man, I hope he doesn't like you know misstep or you know <laughs> you know not hoping for the worst. So uh, you know as as much as as much as it was. Very nice to not be able to like, you know, worry or focus too much on whatever's going on. Since I wasn't working on the show, there's always that little twinge in the back of your brain. You're like, ah, but what if? So.
3: Oh
0: man, yeah. So uh, any urge to do a do a run-in, grab someone, give them your uh, your finisher.
2: You know what's crazy <laughs> is that uh, talking about that is that right next to me someone who you know very well and the the locals know very well, Chase James, right as the show was starting, he, like, jumped into the ring and demanded a match, and then HB Quiz came out. (laughs) HB Quiz is on our next show. So I was able to see a little bit of what we're going to be seeing at Without a Cause last night.
0: Oh man, that's awesome! That's awesome, man. So speaking of without a cost, got the big show coming up. Like I said, next Sunday, the twenty fourth uh, out there in Everett, man. Uh, you got a match card. You're going to let some folks know today, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. We're uh, you know we're we're announcing our full card or ninety nine percent of the card. Obviously, card subject to change due to flights or injuries or whatnot. But uh, you know, as as long as everything lines up one hundred percent, the card is as follows. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, and this is in no particular order. So we've got the fatal four-way between four people that have never wrestled at Without a Cause. Now that we're four, five, six shows deep, um, you know we're able to pull together. uh, You know, a fairly, uh, very, very solid. Uh, crew, and very solid roster. Um, but we want to give the folks around uh, the Pacific Northwest a little chance to shine. So we're bringing in 3 to one Battles' Dante Smythe, Canada's own Jackie Lee, uh, a wrestler who's wrestled for Lucha Libre Volcanica and Defy Wrestling, uh, Leon Negro, as well as a wrestler who wrestles for DOA and actually last night um, at, Pro- at, Pro- uh, at Project 42, HB Quiz, uh, the king of pop culture. <laughs> so these four will have a uh, will have a uh, fatal four way match, and uh, if we love what we see, if the crowd loves what they see, uh, we'll bring a couple of them back.
0: Very nice. And a fatal four way—is there rules? Can you get counted out? Can you hit someone with a chair in a fatal four way, or is it just a regular match with four people?
2: You know, I think we're gonna go as as straight to the rule book with this one. I know that WWE kind of plays. Uh, plays into whatever their storyline needs for the moment um, with their laws and rules. <laughs> so I think we're going to go ahead and just have uh, just have it be a normal match.
0: Four-way match. Four people. Never wrestled there before. I've got the pleasure to speak to Leon Negro before and uh, looking forward to seeing him uh, in person and close-up.
2: Great, yeah. Um, we will also have... Uh, Something that is set in stone. Uh, there's two matches set in stone. One is our semi-main event, or the main event before the intermission, so first half main event, brought to you by our sponsor, Tony V's Garage, uh, down on down in Everett, Washington. Some great food, great drinks for a affordable price. Uh, definitely appreciate them coming back on board and helping us out with WAC Volume 5, First Day of Springboard. Um, the match that they are sponsoring is Sonico, the Lucha Ghoul, Versus former Triple A World Cruiserweight Champion Sammy Guevara.
0: Oh wow, that's gonna be freaking, man! I don't know; one of them might go through the roof. I don't know.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, this this match. Uh, you know, I've been I've been wa- we've been watching social media, and it it just seems like everybody wants the the Sammy Guevara versus Sonico match. You know how Sammy is uh, now assigned with AEW. Um, and you saw that just last night, or on Friday night—I don't know how the time works—that uh, the Young Bucks just won the AAA uh-huh. tag team titles. So I'm sure that there will be some more shenanigans with uh, AEW and AAA, and uh, hopefully, without a cause, can latch onto that and and uh, and bring some of AEW's big big time players coming in.
0: So you're saying you got the Young Bucks coming in? No, no, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs>
2: Well, speaking about uh, about the young bucks and how they like to save people, um, our main event is Chris Ross and the Kingpin Johnny Flynn. Cool Dad Chris Ross, Johnny Flynn.
4: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, you know, they make up part of Daddy's Money, um, and they will be facing Chase James and Joey Ryan in the main event. <laughs> oh,
0: that's um, awesome!
2: We did want to we did want to mention that uh, Joey Ryan is not a hundred percent. I would say he's like PG. Fourteen, I guess. Uh, So we had received one message about maybe not having him in the middle of the show. Uh, So we're very happy to be bringing him back in the main event. So if people with kids uh, don't wish to see Joey Ryan, um, they can go ahead and uh, skedaddle before that match. But I implore you to, Ch- to, to, to stay, because this match is going to be a lot of fun, there's going to be a lot of twists, a lot of turns, um, and I, I'm I'm very, very excited to see what Joey Ryan and Chase James can do to Daddy's Money, uh, since Johnny Flynn was the one who took the dick flip from Joey <laughs> Ryan at the last show.
0: I was there for that, uh, that was a fun, fun match, and uh, glad to see that uh, we're going to get a continuation of that, uh, that storyline and see Joey and uh, Chase work together.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Um, Speaking of Daddy's Money, the other portion of Daddy's Money, uh, Eli Surge and Travis Williams, will be facing the Strays with Rabies. Uh Uh, Now, the Strays, uh, we just received video from them uh, a couple days ago regarding where they are and what they're looking for. Um, And then we had apparently uh, Eli and, uh, sorry, Eli Surge and Travis Williams. Uh, they have been looking for the strays, and we have video of that that will also be uh, uh, put out onto social media this week. So we've got a lot of, uh, you know, where are the strays, and then the strays will pop up and say, here we are, we're going to be in Everett uh, for March 24th. first day of Springboard.
0: Hey, man, you couldn't even throw them a couple, uh, you know, Greyhound tickets or something?
2: Hey, you know, they're expensive, and I don't even know their real names. (laughs) That's true, that's true. They
0: might not want to give that information up based on... uh, Whatever else they've done in their life until now. But no, that sounds like another great, great match.
2: Um, We welcome back Daniel McCabe, the wrestling genius, the technical wizard. Um, He will be facing Zach Cooper, um, who is a Florida-based Canadian wrestler, uh, the Symphony of Destruction. Uh, Zach Cooper is uh, very well known in the Florida, uh, in the South, um, and we're very excited to have him uh, come up and uh, show us what he's got.
0: I think he had some uh, a video or something the other day on uh, social media, if I remember right.
2: He did very, uh, very kingpin esque, very laid back, very "I'm above you because I'm bigger than you" type of uh, type of deal. Um, and we are awaiting Macabe's response.
0: Oh, I can't wait! Uh, enjoyed uh, seeing Daniel Macabe uh, at the last show, taking on Hammerstone a big clash of styles there, and it was a phenomenal match. So, uh, looking forward to seeing him again.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, we are very, very happy to, uh, once again, bring back Nick Wayne, the son of Buddy Wayne. Um, he will be acting as a special guest referee between Cody Chun and Guillermo Rosas.
0: Oh, that's going to be phenomenal. Uh, Cody Chun, big, big favorite at uh, Without a Cause. So, and those two guys uh, have a long history, so that's going to be a great uh, match, I'm pretty sure. Technical match.
2: Yeah, very, very technical. I'm, I'm sure that it's going to be buttery smooth. <laughs> unlike my voice right now
0: buttery um, smooth i've never heard that before that was nice. that's a shirt then, that could be a shirt buttery smooth uh, without a cause
2: yeah oh definitely let's let's get that um <laughs> speaking of shirts real quick uh we have our online store at what a maneuver what go search without a cause get the whack logo shirts and become a whacker today
0: well, i'm gonna head over there uh and get mine will you have any shirts at the show this week or we just need to get them online
2: uh, for right now, we're gonna uh, we're gonna see how well they sell online, and then if they are selling pretty well, then we'll go ahead and get a bulk order.
0: Okay, can we get some babies' uh, onesies and things like that too for family people?
2: You know, I think I think you have <laughs> the option on the site to do that.
0: <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Uh, oh. You can
2: also get like tank tops and hoodies. Um, and I know that coming around in the winter time next year or this. Later this year, I will be definitely getting a hoodie. So (laughs) um, the last match that I want to talk about um, is a match that has happened before, but not in a without a cause ring. Um, Darby Allen, the the indestructible Darby Allen, obviously uh, a fan favorite and one of the best one, one of the hottest independent wrestling stars on the scene right now. Um, You would be hard pressed to find anybody hotter. Um, Darby Allen will be taking on Eddie Osborne. Um, uh-huh. Eddie Osborne was, uh, if you remember back in November, was the guy who put me almost in the hospital. He gave me a big old rock bottom or a, urinagi, a, a Uranagi, as they call it. Um, and thankfully Fred Yehai was, uh, was, was there to save me, but Eddie Osborne, um, had to take some time away from without a cause to make sure that I didn't get my revenge. Um, even though I couldn't really do too much because I'm a half of his size. I'm very scared of him. Um, so I'm going to have a little bit of extra security around me that night. But Darby uh, Darby and Eddie uh, Osborne has wrestled a few times, and the last time was at ECCW, um, where they had what some people say is the best match in ECCW history.
0: Man, that sounds phenomenal, man. This card from top to bottom, this 99% of the card that you have announced. Amazing, amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: Yeah, for sure. And then <clears throat> sorry. My uh my my little horse throat is 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 finally running out of steam already. <laughs> we got to get to um, that coffee. But I will tell you that uh that Steve Miggs is at the show, but he is not in a match, and I can tell you that for certainty. Um, and then I will also tell you that <clears throat> Priscilla Kelly will be at the show, um, but she has requested to kind of put herself wherever we decide.
0: Oh, ah, so it could be some twists there, some unknowns, some known unknowns. Sounds yep. great, man. She,
2: she called us up a couple weeks ago, and she's like, hey, I'm going to be on your show, uh, period. And I'm like, um, uh, oh, okay, Priscilla, that's oh. fine. Uh, and then, so I'm just, I hope she shows up and I hope that she lets us know what he's, what she's going to do. So we'll see
0: <laughs> the hell's going on here, Max. She's telling you what to do. You got Eddie Osborne coming back who kicked your ass a few shows ago. You got to get control, brother.
2: I'm, I'm losing control and I have a feeling it might have to do with Steve Miggs mm. and my business partners, but I don't know. I'm going to be doing a little bit more investigating. Well,
0: hopefully, we'll see those kids come out in drones with their shirts, you know, MIG stink shirts, and put them
4: down.
2: A hundred percent. So, if you guys haven't gotten your tickets, uh, yesterday we sold fourteen tickets, and we didn't have anything go out yesterday. So, they're selling like hotcakes. Make sure you go and get yours at whackprowrestling.com. You can see Daniel McCabe versus Zach Cooper, The Strays with Rabies versus Daddy's Money, Sonico versus Sammy Guevara. Chris Ross and John, uh, Kingpin Johnny Flynn versus Chase James and Joey Ryan. Darby Allen versus Eddie Osborne. And let me tell you, Cody Chun versus Guillermo Rosas. With Nick Wayne as special guest referee, you will not want to miss all of this action. Plus, the four brand new names to Without a Cause. Dante Smythe, Jackie Lee, Leon Negro, and HB Quiz. You can see all that March 24th, WackProWrestling.com.
0: And I'll say this before your voice goes out. After Party. Tony B's Garage.
2: After Party, and I believe that a few uh, dedicated fans are going to be there uh, before the show as well, around 2 p.m. I know that Philip and maybe even Chase James, the wrestler in question with uh, Joey Ryan, um, as well as part of the wrestling attendance crew will also be there. So if you want a pre-funk and then after-funk, we are more than happy to oblige.
0: Well, I'm going to get there early because I'm going to be walking the streets with my mics looking for the strays with rabies
2: that's that sounds like a great idea
0: (laughs) all right man hey thanks for coming on this morning uh go get your sell some nice hot coffee or tea get that uh, voice ready because you're going to need it next sunday brother
2: hell yeah thank you so much lyle
0: hey the l train and uh this part of the show we got the one and only local celeb steve Miggs, man steve how you doing today brother
5: i'm great (laughs) my friend oh Oh, on cue there (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Lulu Bell Club, baby,
5: dude. She's been quiet the whole time while we were talking before we started recording, and now it's like, oh, the mic's on. Yeah, she's a real local celebrity. If I don't know if you noticed, but uh, she's. She's the one who stirs the pot to keep me in my uh, heelish ways. Well,
0: she has, you know, appeared in what two of your uh, videos now? Uh, you know, the one you did before where you picked up the poo with the uh, whack uh, poster that you were left off as usual, and then recently—that's right. the only time
5: I caught it on video. I use I use the whack posters for all the time to take her for <laughs> walk stuff. Yeah,
0: and then this uh, one you—I re- just released uh, last week uh, with you and your—is uh, it the Verified Championship? Is that what we're about? Call- what you call it?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag verified champ. You can call it very for short if you'd like, you know, or VC. It's it's cool with being called VC. It's got a mind of its own, as you can tell.
0: Exactly, exactly. uh, Quite the. I thought I was on some mind altering substances when I watched the video. (laughs) And like you said, it kind of sounded like someone else that works on a radio station around here on one of those channels that maybe you work at or something. But... Yeah,
5: it's an uncanny resemblance to D. Ted Smith,
0: <laughs> dude. That's a lot of fun, man. It, and you like you and uh, Max and everyone from Without a Cause. Like you guys do so great on these vignettes that you guys shoot just on your phones and put up on social media. It, it makes it so much fun to watch. Obviously for you guys and for all of us fans.
5: Well, for me, I mean, I, I um, you know I, I do a radio gig as well, and so I have a. The majority of the people that are following me on my social networks might, I think most are wrestling fans, typically, that are are a fan of who, what I do, what I'm about, or or tolerate wrestling. But not everybody's a wrestling fan. So for me, if I'm going to put out a promo uh, and, and share it on my social platforms, I just can't cater to wrestling fans, if that makes sense. Um, I, I'm trying to make it entertaining and fun for somebody who might not even know anything about wrestling and maybe they'll get them interested in it because they're like well these things are kind of fun and and they're ridiculous and if that's what Steve's all about in the ring or that's what he's all about when he's on the microphone at a wrestling show maybe I should go check it out and and then hopefully they'll they'll fall in love with it because I I, I contend that even if you're not a mainstream wrestling fan if you go to an indie show you'd quickly become a fan because you're seeing things up close and personal and you'll A. appreciate the athleticism and, and the hard work that people are putting into putting on a good match and just it's something different and unique to do other than the typical go to a movie or go out on a dinner date. Like there there's something pretty awesome about a live wrestling experience even if you haven't grown up being a wrestling fan.
0: Well, you're right cuz you see it on social media all the time. Twitter, "Oh man, I just went to my first without a cause show or my yeah. first 321 or wh- whatever it might be, Defy and Prestige and all the other great things we got going around here and like they say, you know, it's nothing li- I've been to WWE shows and it's nothing like that and it's nothing against WWE, but you get that smaller kind of crowd that knows what to say when and just everyone's with it like the defy crowds the whack crowds everything it's just so much fun even if you don't know a lot about the
5: people and the the wrestlers themselves and well and the nice thing with with independent wrestling more often than not you're not gonna have that opportunity to build these long stories that are on the wwe so like you know yeah i don't want to tune into game of thrones because i haven't watched a single season so it's just gonna be a lot of me going i don't understand what's going on whereas with an independent local show more often than not. I mean, there might be carrying storylines going on, but they're usually easy to understand and explain. Uh, But for the most part, everything's kind of, um, you know, isolated to that night or to that day. So you don't really need to go in with a a backstory of understanding what's going on with everyone. And and even if you don't, and there is a backstory, uh, the wrestlers do a really good job of, of making it very clear who's, who's doing what and why.
0: Oh dude, and I love that just, especially at the wax shows they're so like intimate and you can intimate, excuse me, you can hear what the wrestlers are saying. And I told you this at last wax show when I saw you afterwards like, I love the way you interact with the crowd and you're not the only one. It's like you're bringing the crowd into. Oh it. no! Like you, you told yells- me I
5: was the only one. Don't 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 try and cover your back at this <laughs> point. You said, unlike anyone else there, you were at least willing to interact with the fans. Let's, All let's, right, let's, let's 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 be honest.
0: I might have said that to you because maybe I was, you know, kissing up a little bit at the time. But no, well, no. Then but- you need to be
5: consistent with your
0: ass kissing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but no, you do do a fabulous job. But there is others, man. All right, anyway,
5: dude, dude. Honestly, those are my favorite moments when, especially in a tag situation, a tag situation. I can easily <laughs> interact with people while I'm waiting to get tagged in. Um, to me, it's always fun when you say something to someone and they have that look on their face, like "Oh crap, you heard me!" or or the reaction of the crowd when you give somebody crap right back at them and they respond either po- positive or negative. If they're responding, I'm I'm having a blast.
0: Oh, like your uh, your your kids. Steve Miggs' kids at Whack man. They love you.
5: Yeah, you know, they didn't like me at first, but like most people, you grow to love me. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I'm standing there talking <laughs> to you at intermission
5: last time. One runs up and kicks you in the leg. <laughs> okay, okay, good. I'm glad you saw that. So for those that weren't there, you know, we do our match. Everything's good. Everything's, you know, we do what we do. I'm, I'm the local celebrity Steve Miggs, and, and, yeah, not many people are very fond of me when I'm on the microphone and when I'm in the ring. But then it's intermission time. Most people... Come up, say hi, take a picture. Of course, we want to take a picture with the verified belt because it's awesome. And then there's these two. Uh, there's a long. I'll try to make the story short. But so when I first went up there, um, I, I explained to everybody how unfortunate it was that I'm stuck being in Everett at WAC because the night before I was doing something awesome at the at the Showwear Center with the T-Birds because I was helping raise money for the Ronald McDonald House, which is a great organization that raises money and awareness and helps kids battling cancer. And helping families and kids that are good kids and good families that have just been dealt a hard hand in life. And people clap. And then I turn it around and, you know, say, unlike people here in Everett that are just piss poor parents with foul-mouthed kids. And I don't know why they didn't take that very well, but they didn't like that. And then at intermission, these two cute little blonde girls, I mean, just adorable. They come up, and I'm thinking, oh, they want a picture with the belt. And they come up, look me in the eyes, and say, we're two cute girls and we don't have cancer. And then they step on my foot and run off. (laughs) And you were there and there was a group of people there. And I looked at everybody think, I'm like, you guys all saw that, right? I wasn't just, that didn't just happen in my head. Like these two kids, I think in their own mind thought in order to be cute, based on my promo, you have to have cancer, (laughs) which I thought was a very weird, but a very kid logic way of thinking. And that pissed them off. So they had to step on my foot and tell me that they're cute and they don't have cancer. It, one of the oddest things I think I'll ever experience in my life.
0: <laughs> well, that just means you're doing a great job with your interaction with the uh, the crowd. You're you're pissing off little cute young girls, and they're coming up and stomping on your foot. And people are telling you you stink and bringing their own shirts. Man, that's got to be like inside though. That and you dude, gotta there, be loving. There,
5: it. there was no sense of humor in what they did because every time I walk by them. <laughs> They gave me the hairiest eyeballs. Like, they were just staring me down, wishing, like, they hated me. And it didn't matter. Like, if they were just having a good time watching wrestling and I walked by, they just glared at me because how dare I say that they're not cute? Oh, 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 oh man. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, it was definitely, uh, uh, if, I, if I was ever going to write a book about my experience in just entertainment and radio, wrestling, music, uh, that would definitely deserve its own chapter.
0: Did you ever think years ago, before you started training, like you know, what have you been training for uh, a couple of years now, whatever it might be? But um, did you ever think you'd be at where you are now? You're going to these shows, you're having great matches, you're interacting with the crowd well, and kids are kicking you in the foot. Did you ever think that was ever <laughs> going to happen to you, wrestling wise, in your career?
5: The kid part, yeah, I, I assume that would happen at some point. No. <laughs> 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 no, for real, man. Like, uh, none of this is. Uh, n- this is none of this is real life in my head. Like, it's just been such a, a surreal, awesome experience. And yeah, it's been about a year and a half of training. I appreciate you saying kind words about what I do. I'm, you know, I, I just spent today watching some past matches, just like you know, nitpicking it because that's what we do. I think anyone would do. You're never happy with anything you do, but it's it's nice to know that people are appreciating it. Um, and I'm just striving to get better each time, uh, whether it be as the local celebrity Steve Miggs or as you know commissioner at three to one battle that every once in a while gets in the ring or whatever the future holds, um, in in this world of wrestling, I just, a want to make sure, uh, I, I, I represent the people who have trained me well and B and B and and most importantly, the people who come and pay money to come to the shows. That's all. I really honestly, like I'm not ever going to try and win over the, I'm never going to impress a a wrestler with the insane things. Like I'm not going to be a high flyer. I'm not going to be that guy uh I, I hope that they i mean i've had nice things said to me by my my uh my, my fellow wrestlers but but for the most part i just want to make sure anyone who comes to a whack show or whatever show that i'm involved in enjoys my contribution to it if that makes sense i just want to make sure that they get their money's worth they have a good time and they walk away with a fun memory so Uh, You know, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to do some crazy moonsault at the top rope, but I might be the guy that's busy on my phone when Pitfall Jones (laughs) is trying to tag me. And I think both are memorable for different reasons.
0: That was completely awesome. And the best part was, you know, we're watching the show. We're seeing you doing your thing. I don't get on my phone much during the show and take pictures because I'm so into what's going on, right? But I got to see later what you were doing on your phone on Twitter while you're in a wrestling match. I mean, that's freaking genius, man.
5: Oh, that was the best part. People were like, oh, I thought you were just joking that you were on your phone. I was legit tweeting during the match. that was great. (laughs) And the pictures were awesome that Vitz Vitz grabbed a great one of me on my phone as Pitfall's going for the tag, and I'm a little too absorbed with what's going on on my phone, which, in all fairness, I was tweeting about him and that people should follow him. So I don't know why he got upset with me (laughs) after the fact. I did exactly what I I told him I was going to do. If you team with me, I will get you more followers. In order for me to get you more followers, I have to tweet about it. And well, there was a lull during the match, he was busy doing what he was doing. And I figured, well, that's a good time for me to do it.
0: Oh, man. Well, I mean, guess I, that's
5: frowned upon, though. I, I don't know.
0: I don't know. It seemed to work out okay. <laughs> but uh, like your trainer didn't appreciate it too much in that one uh, video was sent out either uh, right. when you're at the uh,
5: Evolve uh, gym training there. Yeah, Uncle Muscles was not too happy with me about that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, hey, look, he was he was right. Uh, I, I was more focused in the last match and, and myself and Al, we ended up beating the strays. Exactly. That was a phenomenal Fairly. match, man. Great, great match. And th- th- that was a lot of fun actually. Uh, in all seriousness, that was my favorite, uh, match that I've been a part of so far in my, in my short wrestling, uh, career, quote unquote. Um, I can't call it, I can't call it a career. I'm not, I'm not paying my bills <laughs> with it. It'd be nice if I was, but it's a hobby. You know. Hobby. How about, hobby? Yeah, I mean, it's a. I don't know many hobbies where you want to risk your own well being and <laughs> others, but it's it's something. It's a passion for sure. Hey, there's and people that
0: jump out of planes for just the you know the kick of it, buddy. So
5: that's true. That's very very true. <laughs> I guess we we all have our own weird things that we're into. <laughs> well, fortunately, I mean, I'm preaching to the choir with uh, fellow wrestling fans.
0: You know? Right, right. I mean, hey. I pay for this podcast out of my pocket. I mean, yep. I got a little bit of sponsorship, but I'm like an old independent wrestling show over here. I'm losing money on the deal, but I do it because it's my fun. I don't golf. I don't go to the bar. I just go to wrestling yep. shows. I do a podcast and I hang out with my wife. But anyway, uh, real quick, uh, you know, you got, you've had some great matches the last couple whacks without a causes, I should say. The whack yes. palace is I was trying to call it, but Max did not know. The really whack right palace. The yes. The wh- palace of whack, whack the palace. Wackatorium. The whackatorium. The whackatorium. But, uh, as we're releasing this show, the matches have been announced. And Steve? Yep. Um, I don't see you doing anything on this card. What's going on? Yeah, uh,
5: I'm, I'm very aware of that. And I'm not happy because, A, I'm telling people to come to a show. And if I'm going to tell people to come to a show and I'm not wrestling at it, I'm not giving people their money's worth. Uh, which I think is rude to the fan base. Here I am putting out a promo saying I'm coming to Everett. I assume I'm going to be on the card. And no, it's just, hey, you're more than welcome to come. You know, if, if you want, you can talk on the microphone because, I mean, let's be honest, that's one of the more entertaining moments during a whack show. <laughs> and I'm not even in a match. So I'm going to still come. I said I was going to come. And I know some people bought tickets because I said I was coming to Everett, uh, which is this Sunday. Um but the fact that i'm not on on the card is kind of it, it it's bs i don't want to curse on your podcast i have too much respect for you and your podcast to curse but it's bs
0: i appreciate that steve but yeah, yeah. Do you think you know you've been you're you're left off the poster again right you're not and, and, getting and matches and
5: when, they, when they barely put my face on the poster that was the biggest turnout for a wax show that yeah, was i it mean was. It, it, it seems kind of ridiculous to me lyle that if you put – you want to promote me, you, you you put out the flyer saying Steve Miggs is going to be there. You just put out a video of my match with uh with Pitfall and, and Vinny Pacifico, Ring of Honor guy, and, mm-hmm. and Chase James. You put that out there, and you make sure that the thumbnail on the YouTube video has my face, and you put my name right away because you understand that my name and my, my, my local celebrity status is bringing people to the party. But you still don't want to show me the respect and that's why i get a little annoyed why when people get upset with me or boo me or get mad at me because i'm really just a reflection of everybody else sure you know i get to do what i do on the radio but i think everybody has a job and everyone doesn't feel respected at their job and that's exactly how i feel and so with the without with with the verified championship belt to me that's my way of being my own advocate which i think more people need to be because you're not getting the respect that you deserve at your job or at your home, or amongst your friends. And sometimes you just have to speak up for yourself. So creating that title is my way of speaking up for myself. And then, yet again, I'm being disrespected. I had people like Hurricane Helms talking about my verified championship belt. Joey Ryan wants a picture with me with the (laughs) verified championship belt. I saw So clearly, you saw it. I saw it. So I don't understand, well, can you tell me why I'm not being booked without a cause, even though I'm the most bankable guy on their roster?
4: It
0: just seems like someone is just trying to hold back the local celeb, the one and only verified champ, Steve Pinks, dude. I don't know what else to say about it.
5: Look, I mean no disrespect, but I don't think any any other of the the local talent are selling as many tickets as I am, and I'm not even on the card.
0: Mm -mm, And I'm still mm -mm. selling tickets. Exactly. And two nights before, you're the commissioner of another organization.
5: Three, two, one, battle, baby.
0: And uh, that's uh, where Friday. I'm
5: respected, where I am shown the respect that I deserve.
0: <laughs> Except for maybe by Steve West.
5: And by that Officer Cooper guy that's been kind of getting in my face recently. Oh, that punk.
0: But uh, that's next Friday, the 22nd, 9 p.m. at the Evolve uh, Fitness. Um, the Battle Palace, if you will. Royal yes, sir. power bombs, man. Uh, anything we should know about that?
5: Dude, just another great night of weird wrestling, another great night of uh, just fantastic wrestling. I mean, the last show w- was uh, – I wasn't unfortunately there just because sometimes it's – there's there's a lot of wrestling going on. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I have certain uh, – of course, I do stuff with Defy as well. But I went back and watched the Twitch uh, uh, feed, which is just twitch.tv slash 321battle. And, man, there were some great matches at the last show from – McAvey taking on my my coach uncle muscles uh alan jepson that was a great one mm. uh, of course steve west he, in the main event he, he was taking on mama shango that was awesome uh just some really solid matches and and the trend will continue on On Friday, is it the twenty-first? I can't remember.
0: Twenty-second, my man. Twenty-second, sorry. Hey, that's why the host has the supposed to have the dates up in front. At least you know, right? You know how it is. Yeah,
5: yeah. I'm completely (laughs) unprepared, Uh, but yeah, dude, it's gonna be a great time, and and we always have a a blast over at the Battle Palace. The the fans are such a huge part of that show, like in any independent wrestling show. Uh, But if you truly wanted to have a few drinks and uh, yell at wrestlers in the middle of the or towards the end of the evening on a Friday night. Uh, there's no better place to be than the battle palace, which is of all fitness in, uh, in Seattle on Republican I think or 13th and Republican, I think,
0: uh, uh, that part I don't have in front of me. So you got me there, but uh, <laughs> are you going to Google it people, Google it, man. Three, two, one battle. You can find them on Twitter, Facebook. Just look it up. Are you going to be at ring of honor in Kent or Portland?
5: Yes, uh, not Portland, but I'll, I'll be at the one in Kent. Me too, and a whole uh, bunch of our folks it. are
0: going to be there uh, as far as I see on the uh, list. So that's going to be a great time. And Yeah, then, I'm, uh,
5: I'm curious what, what kind of uh, matches they're going to have there and uh, d- and what it's going to be about. And also just curious to see how the turnout is uh, for them finally coming to the Northwest. You know, I mean, where Center's a, a big spot, and so hopefully they can fill it up and people go out and support. You know, obviously people are doing a great job of supporting local wrestling, but... You know, we want these big promotions to keep coming to the Northwest, so we got to promote them as well, and we got to support them as well. Because uh, you know, Ring of Honor's never been that I know of has ever been to Seattle or Kent. Uh, so this is going to be a lot of fun to be able to check some of these guys out uh, up close and personal. Because usually, what we uh, we have to hope that they don't have an exclusive contract and they wrestle for one of our local, right? Uh, in the, whether it be Defy, whether it be Three Two One, or or now Whack. Uh, otherwise. We're just kind of sitting around hoping that we can one day see Ring of Honor stars, and here's our chance. And hopefully, Brody King makes it. I would imagine oh. he's a tag team champion. It'd be nice to see him back in the Northwest. Did you watch that card last night at all? Um, I just finished the the Matt Taven, um, uh, 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 Jay Lethal match, which was oh just God. holy smokes. Like honestly, I don't typically buy the pay per views for Ring of Honor. I sometimes I do, but it has to be. Something that really gets me to like, oh crap! Otherwise, I'll just wait for like the recaps and stuff like that. But once I heard that their match went an hour, <laughs> I I went online and ordered the pay per view and watched it this afternoon or this morning uh, because I was just like, I need to see how often do we have hour long matches these right. days? You know, and Not here those Maybe in guys, New Japan, but sorry, go ahead. No, you're absolutely. Uh, that's a great point. Absolutely over in New Japan, sure, but. I don't remember the last time we had like an hour long match for for a Ring of Honor championship match. That was, and boy, did they put on an insanely great match.
0: Dude, I didn't watch it. uh, Everything I've read and the clips I've watched so far, I'm leading toward just getting the replay and checking it out because just for nothing else to see Brody King and PCO. You've talked to Brody. We've all seen him at, you know, Defy. I got to, I was, I don't know how I was lucky enough to talk to PCO on my podcast one time, but just to see those guys, man. Totally incredible, and Steve, I told you I wouldn't keep you so long tonight. So, uh, any uh, final thoughts we need to hear from Steve? Uh, besides three, two, one, battle whack. What else is going up for you? What's going on for you, buddy? Oh,
5: gosh, man, there's so much. Obviously, pay attention to what Defy's doing. There's some great stuff going to be happening both here in uh, Seattle and also in Portland, uh, and then non. Um, well, I guess it's kind of wrestling related because we're named after a, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Louie oh, yeah. Brody. Uh, my band, if you are listening or are willing to make the trek to Vancouver, British Columbia, we are opening three nights with uh, Steel Panther, which is me. nice. like, yeah, dude. And, and it's such a cool story of how like it's so rare that you never hear about bands being a fan of another band so much so that they make it a point to put them on their bill so they could see them live. The drummer of Steel Panther fell in love with our band because he used to be a Second Coming fan. And uh, Travis, our singer, was in Second Coming. He, reached, he, he figured out like who was in the band, knew that I was, reached out to me on Twitter and said, I want you guys to play with us so I can see you live. And so we would kept talking and talking. He's like, hey, we got three shows coming up in Vancouver. Would you guys be up for playing all three shows? And, of course, that's an easy yes. So uh, April 11th, 12th, and 13th at the Commodore Ball- Ballroom, which is a venue that I've oh. been wanting to – Yeah, dude. <laughs> Home of uh, ECCW uh, for their ballroom brawls. Hell, yeah. So I believe Saturday night show is sold out, but uh, Thursday has some tickets. Friday barely has tickets, um, and you can just go to the Commodore Ballrooms website or just you know Google it. I always love when people are like, "How do I get tickets to something?" I'm like you know, Google really yeah. will answer everything. It works pretty well. It does. <laughs> you can do You feel like a dick on hey Google it, but it's like hey Google it.
0: Yes, because you may not know either. <laughs> like just Google and it. I, I don't even know. I'm not to be at the show. I'm not buying a ticket.
5: But if I need to get one, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to Google, Google it. it.
0: <laughs> hey, man, I, there was a couple other things I was going to ask you, but yeah, I probably should yeah. let you go. Um, just it's uh, fine. What about Swerve's last match at Defy? Just give us uh, a quick, you know, 20 seconds bro. thought on that, and then I'm going to let you go.
5: Uh, that match was fantastic. Um, I I'm, you know, Swerve Shane's a good friend. Uh, I I owe a lot to Shane that I I don't ever really get to talk about. So this might take a little longer than 20 seconds, but take your time. When I when I first got asked by—it's crazy because Defy reached out to me a long time before they even had their first show and said, Hey, we know that you love wrestling. We'd love for you to be a part of it. And that kind of started the snowballing of, oh, Steve's willing to do this. Then 3-2-1's like, hey, how about you help us with this? Or whack in that. You know, I mean, had it not been for Defy really kind of giving me an opportunity to show how much of a fan I am of not just the WWE, but of just independent wrestling— I would not be probably doing this interview. You know, I mean, it's just that's that, that, that has a lot to do with it. But Swerve was, of course, on the main event against Cody Rhodes on the first show. That was the first time I've ever been a ring announcer. So he came in a little bit before that. We got to know each other because we did an interview. He was doing some like video stuff with Jim and just trying to get the the hype going for the very first Defy show. And so we, we kind of built a bond from that. And then after my first show, Being a ring announcer, and then I think the second show that he was on as well, him and I just had like a real nice heart to heart about wrestling. And and like, he gave me his thoughts on what I could do to be better. And it wasn't like, oh, you suck as a ring announcer. He knew I was like green as F to it. (laughs) So he's like, hey, these are some of the things that I've seen at other places that really work, you know. and, And that really spawned the whole We Get Loud movement. Like, he's like, you know, as a ring announcer and as a host, Try and figure out what makes this place special, and I was like, "Well, that's easy. It's a place that's loud." So then that, that started the whole hashtag. We get loud. That would have never started had it not been for him getting my m- mind working. Um, so I, I over the, and, and, you know, obviously we've done—I don't even know how many podcasts together at this point. Probably five, maybe even more. They've all been um, great, by the way. Oh, thank you, man. He's just a buddy. You know, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to his wedding. Uh, that's going to be a great time, and uh, and so I found out what's going on with him. Oddly enough, and of course, I'm not going to spoil it. But what? I, oh my god, man! No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I, I found out <laughs> what's going on with him in the bathroom at the Normana Lodge. at Whack! Him and I are just having this heart to heart in the bathroom, just bsing, finding out what's going on. And it's just him and I, nice. just you know. And we're you know, we're not even peeing. We're like both walking out at that point, like and <laughs> just but we're still in the bathroom. Then you know, now we're hugging because I'm so excited for him, just what the future holds. And a couple people walk in. And I go. This is usually the greatest news I've ever heard in a bathroom before in my entire life. And the people that we didn't even know just start cracking up. Oh It was just yeah. like it was just like one of those rare random moments that uh, I'll never forget. And uh, and I look forward to the day that we're all seeing what he's going to be doing in his career. And I'll I'll, I'll never forget that the, when I found that out, it was in the men's bathroom at the Normand Lot. Oh my uh, god, so, that's so but, amazing! I mean, if, and if I can, I just want to because their match was great. There were so many great matches at, at that fly show, but I have to give props to Ethan HD oh. and Artemis Spencer. They, go, they, they main evented that night when you have swerves, final match and Darby mm. Allen and mm. everybody mm. else that was involved, all the big name fly-ins that, 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 came in, you know, from Tajiri to Ultimo dragon, Matt cross, super crazy. None of them disappointed. They all put on great matches, but, Without a doubt, the match of the night and quite possibly the match of the year for Defy, in my opinion, is going to be Ethan HD versus Artemis Spencer. The two of them stole the show with as much stuff that they had to compete with when it came to matches before them. It didn't matter, man. They took you on a journey. You, know, you always hear about these you know, wrestling and the, and the psychology of it and the story being told. They put on a clinic uh, from from just how the match went to the emotions during the match to how it ended. Everything about it was great. I hope that this isn't the last time that we see Artemis Spencer and Ethan HD have a match in a ring here in the Northwest. If it happens again, I don't care where it is. If it happens again, you'd be stupid to miss it.
0: Mm, mm, mm. And I hope that's going to come to Defy now here in the next couple months because I was not able to be in the building that night.
5: Yeah, dude. Yeah, when it does... Everybody needs to watch that. If you're if you're a wrestler listening to this, you need to watch it because those two will take you to class. It was incredible.
0: Those are two, you know, they're called pro wrestlers, or some might be called uh, you know sports entertainers, but those are two professional wrestlers.
5: Oh yeah, dude. I mean, the, 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 they have the respect that they have for a reason. I mean, you have already. He's going to be going off to progress <laughs> uh, in, in the near future, and I don't know if you just saw. Uh, for with prestige, they just announced that Ethan HD is going to be taking on Chavo Guerrero of all people. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's happening in the near future. Over, in, I think it's in May, first weekend of May in in Oregon in Hermiston. Yeah, they got um, a few
0: of those shows. You going to be able to make any of those, dude?
5: I <laughs> how far is Hermiston?
0: It's about a four hour drive from Seattle, man.
5: Okay, because I was thinking about it for that one, and um, it's it's a tough, dude. It's tough when they do them on a Friday because I'm typically working, yeah. and I've been up since three a.m. So the idea of doing a four-hour drive seems very dangerous, (laughs) unless I'm, like, you know, uh, jumping in and and sleeping in the back and being that guy that's asleep for an entire ride with people. Uh, It's hard to pull something like that off, but I'm going to try and make that one because uh, I I just want to, A, I want to support Ethan, um, and B, uh, that just seems like a match that I don't know how often we're going to have an opportunity to see that, so... Uh, but well-deserved, uh, for both of those guys. And, and there's a reason why they put on, that's another reason why they put on a great match.
0: Oh, and they put on some great shows down there. Uh, William from, um, Prestige does yeah, a great really awesome. job. They're going to be there. They're going to be Spokane and, uh, Corvallis, man. And, uh, Steve, thanks for coming on today at the last second. I contacted you Friday night. You got back a hold of me and I really appreciate, uh, you, your time, what you do. And, uh, dude, I can't wait to see you at WAC next week.
5: Uh, dude, I appreciate you as always. And if anyone's listening and they want to show support for your local celebrity, I do have a, a pro wrestling tea shop, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, prowrestlingtees.com com slash I am, so I'm uh, Steve Miggs. And uh, you can get yourself a Miggs stink shirt if you don't like me, or you can get a verified Miggs shirt or a Miggs versus the world of wrestling shirt uh, as well. They're all available at Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh,
0: I have the uh, Steve versus the world of wrestling one, but uh, I'll need to get the uh, verified one. That that sounds good. Bringing any of those to whack, or you just got to get them there,
5: dude. I gotta, I gotta hurry up and call my uh, my guy. But I'm, I'm hoping. Thank you for the reminder. I was like trying to figure out what I had to do today, and that was exactly, <laughs> dude. That was like my how sad is my Sunday. I, well, later on tonight, I go train. Uh, but all day today, I'm like, I got one thing I need to do, and I couldn't remember what it was besides being on your podcast. And it was to contact my buddy who prints the shirts locally <laughs> so I could have them ready for uh Sunday show so if, if everything goes well I have some a couple left but they're like random sizes gotcha. but I'm hoping to have the uh, verified MIG shirt uh, available for people and if uh, and, and don't forget if you have a kid that's under 10 they get him free uh, to wax shows
0: hell yeah buddy and uh, you take it easy I'll see you next week and uh, you know do your thing brother all
5: right, that's all I can do man <laughs> <laughs> alright talk to you later that's all I'm good at is doing my thing I can't that's do right. anything else well uh, but yeah I'll see you then man
0: and just do what your wife tells you right
5: Ah, uh, yes. Okay, yes. me
0: too. Anyway. That, he- at the
5: end of the day, she's she's in charge. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Her and Lulu. Her there and you
0: Lulu. go. Lulu, hashtag Lulu Bell Club. Anyway, peace out, brother.
5: <laughs> Take care, my friend. Bye.
0: Hey man, this is the L Train and uh, got another get, great guest for you this week. He's back for a second time. Uh, Caden, man, how you doing, big fella?
3: <clears throat> phenomenal, minus the uh, minus the beating that I got last night from Damon James at Project Forty Two. I feel phenomenal.
0: Oh my gosh, that's right, man. So so you were up in Seattle <clears throat> last night, and at uh, nine thirty this morning, as we're recording this, you're already uh, back down in uh, Oregon somewhere where you live, right?
3: Mm, yeah. See, here's a, here's a great part about it. You know, you have to get your couple road buddies and use them as the uh, as the you know please please uh, smash in case of emergency when you can't drive anymore. So <laughs> it was me and uh, me and Quiz, uh, these words we know from DOA, uh, who was driving back down. So I just you know make sure I you know gave him the wheel when I felt I was about to fall asleep. I was like, "Hey right, man, I need 30 minutes <laughs> so I can get myself home." Cool. All right, man. No problem. Exactly I know we're over here listening to run the jewels, and I'm trying to fall asleep. I'm like, that. does not make any sense? But <laughs> I'm gonna pass my eyes. I'm just going to just you know close my eyes. But yeah, it it was a pretty good night altogether. You know, a crowd was popping there. It was really, really it was actually really fun. Yeah,
0: I haven't had a chance to go down to one of those uh, Project Forty Two shows yet. I hope to uh, one of their next couple shows. Hopefully, uh, how is it in there, man? It's like that's a pretty packed place in there with the ring in there and the stage and everything. What, what do they get? A couple hundred people in there.
3: Yeah, about 150, 200 people, and people are like just, you know, super packed in, just shoulder to shoulder, but, you know, they're having a good time, you know, having a few beers, you know, watching the show, listening to music, it's, you know, a really ingenious plan uh, for the creators to be able to get that going. Uh, I think Part uh, of 42 has a show coming up in Tacoma uh April or May, I believe. Oh, did they announce that last night? Yeah, I think I overheard that coming up soon. So I paid attention to that one. It right. uh, one of the fans' like favorite things is you know, just 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 the things that just don't really don't make sense. So uh, wrestling is weird like that. Yeah, it's 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 a marvelous show. You can get you and the misses to come by and enjoy it. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. What was the uh, what was the band
0: last night? Do you remember the name? Is it kind of like a punk rock, hard rock kind of bands or? Um,
3: it was so sad I didn't get their name. I was actually. Getting my boots on, I was dealing with Seattle traffic, you know, as most people <laughs> always do. And I was getting my boots on, so I didn't hear their name. I just heard them playing, and they were playing the bare necessities uh, <laughs> for one of the actual wrestlers last night. So that was pretty fun. Nice, nice, nice.
0: Yeah, it'd be cool mm-hmm. if they could play everyone's like, um, you know, entrance theme. <laughs>
3: I'd be a little, I'd be a little concerned if they knew my song, Blake. How do you <laughs> know this, sir? <laughs> this is custom. I paid for this song. I have the rights to it, sir. There you go. So, there you go. So, uh, how'd
0: the match go? You said you, you took quite a beating against Damon James. Uh, how'd everything go in the match?
5: D- Damon
3: James is, is a freak. You'd never know by looking at him how strong he is. But, yeah, are you familiar with the bodybuilder, Stan Efferton? I am not. Okay, so Stan actually grew up in Portland. Started off as a string bean, and, you know, now he's, of course, as white as a refrigerator. They call him the white rhino. The guy is a <laughs> And he used to be a student of his or, you know, at least, you know, trained underneath them. So they were super strong. Now, I am legit 6'1", 6'3 in boots, and 285. He picked me up off my feet at the waist and pushed me across the ring. I was like, what in the hell? You know, dragged me from one corner to the other corner. And, you know, it wasn't until I started driving home, I was like, did this bastard just... Pushed me around like I'm a baby. Oh wow! I have never had that happen to me before in, in my wrestling career. So I was like, "That's that's insane that he's that damn strong." <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, "Yeah, man, I can probably German suplex you." Just you know, just stalling. And I'm like, "That's insanity." I'm like I'm way too damn big for me to be thrown around like that. And I was like, "We need to get you out here more."
0: And was he? He he wasn't the guy that took on Dave Turner last project, was he? Uh, you know, I wasn't at the lot of Project 42, because okay. I was actually okay. with my kid. Because I remember um, he was taking on some big, giant guy that was, like, bald and
3: stuff, too. I just can't remember who it was. I don't have it pulled It probably, up it probably was Damon, because Damon, you know, a like, big dude, bald guy, probably was Damon. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, was cool dude. these
0: guys look similar. Yes. Two big, old, giant. Oh, my kid.
3: You go, that's kind a joke with one of the bald guys, but, like you know what, though? I think this happened here. It's so, <laughs> it's so much easier. It's it's a razor, a bar of soap, and I just get to go out the door in two minutes. In you know, fact, you what know. I had here, it was Oh man, you ain't baby, you use my olive oil for my hair. Come on, man. <laughs> know, come. What, you know, hey, this your blow dryer or my blow dryer. You know, it's I don't miss that at all. Like sometimes I miss the style, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, mine's getting a little thin on top. I was shaving it completely for a while, but that was just turning to be out too much work for me. I don't know. I'm not I wasn't good at shaving my head. Plus one time I nicked my ear. It looked like I just got done in a match with Drexel or
3: something, man. <laughs> oh my God, right. I cut myself I cut myself in the back of my head once and I was like, you know, perfusely beating in the back of my neck. Now I didn't know it was that bad. Now I'm you know, I just put some alcohol on take the burn. Be a man, damn it
4: <laughs>
3: You know, I'm I'm sitting here wearing a white shirt. So of course I go to uh I think I went out to a little party last uh, the night I was doing this, and everybody was commenting how I had the big red collar on the back of my neck. So that pissed me off. And uh, one time, I went to uh, a job back in the day, and I remember that was, you know, it was like just five blocks down the road, so I'm like running into work, and we had traffic. It's my first day. This day was like, you ever have it in those days, you're just like, it can't get any worse. Right. Right? First day, right? Woke woke up late, uh, but I'm like, you know, hey, it's just down the street. I should be just fine. Grab my slack, start ironing. My iron malfunctioned. It overheated while I had it in hand. Now, I knew it was overheating. So as I'm about to pull it up off my pants, it takes a huge chunk out of my slacks. Oh man! So, like it burnt a hole. So I was, you know, unplugged it from the wall, put it to the side, through the pants and the, uh, and the garbage. All right, no problem. I have another pair of flats. Then, of course, with the shaving thing, I had nick myself. I get to the job. I'm flustered. I'm 10 minutes late to the traffic. I'm telling the guy, you know, I'm so sorry. I apologize for What was going on. If you don't believe me, check the news report. He's like, nah, I'm serious. Man, it's cool. We're slow. Great. I get we. I was building glasses as one of the most random jobs I ever had. I was um, an optician. I I I designed and built glasses for a living for a while. I go to the bench to go ahead and start learning how to build glasses. He's like, dude, you have an entire red collar. Like the back of your shirt is covered in blood. (laughs) Hey, Troy, do you mind if I go back to my house? And he's like, Are you
4: kidding me? <laughs> like,
3: that are you can spot me at twenty bucks so I can go ahead and go to Macy's and get me another shirt. Right. Like one of the two. So yeah, it's it's, it's ridiculous, man. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my bad day. I'm just like I I've had
0: worse. Yeah. But that was, that was a bummer, man. Yeah, I hate those kind of days, man. So, uh, yeah, so it, how, like it never gets better. How did this match end uh, between you and this uh mammoth of a
3: man, Damon James? You're right, going back to what actually matters. So <laughs> Damon, Damon, Damon and I, you know, hey, man, let's just beat, the, just beat the best out of each other. He's like, all right, man, you asked for it. You know, we get out there. And it was just, it was fun. It was 316 night. Everybody was giving Sunners then honors, stone cold. Oh, that's right. Yeah, super fun. Uh, Damon went to clothes, me out of my shoes. You know, of course, I'll come ducked it. Put him up on my shoulders. Now I use a uh death driver into a uh cutter. So it's a reverse cutter off the shoulders basically. Uh-huh. Hit, it, hit him with that, crowd lost it. And, you know, they were looking for us, you know, too. Because it was basically a pissing contest. You know, who could, you know, excuse me, just fuck you up the best.
4: Uh-huh.
3: And he wasn't gonna get back up. Not me, you know, uh, being ridiculously charismatic as I am. You know, I come out to flashlight when I'm having a good night and we're, you know, we're going to have a party. (laughs) So as part of the flashlight, we're sitting here dancing. And Damon comes back and he's like, well, if you're going to dance, I'm going to dance. We're going to have this competition again. (laughs) So, yeah, it was it was actually a really really fun night. Uh, Ethan HD, Mike Santiago uh, from the Five Fame wrestled the Cook Brothers that night as well. And they had a uh street fight throughout the building that went and it was insane. So yeah, I think I think he missed a good show, man. Yeah, I, I saw uh,
0: Santiago on uh Twitter or Facebook, whatever it was, uh in his pictures he had his uh his uh Street Fight gear on and like we oh, God, what did he call it? Kind of like the the like the old stamp ha- or bunkhouse uh gear. That's I think what he said. The old uh little homage
3: to Dusty Rhodes there. Well absolutely. Yeah, it was it was it was phenomenal. Yeah, I saw him come downstairs and I'm like oh, you're about to get back you're about to get crazy angry. Like, oh. <laughs> he just walked away. <laughs> oh, those guys are oh, yeah. incredibly it, smooth it's as it's a team. Mike is Mike is one of the most misunderstood wrestlers in the Pacific Northwest. He's super chill. Just, you know, be respectful and you know, that's all he asked for. Uh, every time I've uh, interacted with him, uh,
0: he's always been incredibly nice. He was on the show one time, we talked enough, it was like two shows. So, yeah, I don't want to ruin
3: his image. He's, he's uber intelligent, like, very <laughs> intelligent, and very well thought out in a lot of things that he says. So when I talk to him, just like, it's like I'm talking to my parent. What did I do wrong? I'm like, okay. <laughs> giving you a little lecture, what
0: you need to do, what you shouldn't have done, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I had a match with him, and, you know,
3: something went wrong. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. You know, I just you know, I remember he's just going to match his. And he wasn't like, you know, like, curious but it was you could tell it was like the i'm not mad at you son i'm disappointed in you son
0: that's the
3: worst <laughs> <laughs> oh that's yeah that's
0: even worse than getting yelled at kind
3: of <laughs> oh yeah you go to your room us, Falcon, when i do that <laughs> you know uh but uh mike is mike is super chill it's been super easy
0: i think i saw something he maybe uh pulled the growing a little bit or something
3: yeah 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 uh i he told me he, he felt that one he was uh, lipping all the way to the back, um, got all the way upstairs to the El zone and started putting ICI on it immediately. You know, everybody was trying to help him out job, and help him figure out a solution so he could at least go home. So I'm, I'm hoping he didn't completely tear his groin. I'm hoping it's just, you know, just popped, which is, you know, can easily happen. Right, yeah. Uh, just a muscle pop, like an air bubble formed, or maybe he just, you know, uh, I don't know if you can hyperextend that muscle area, but... Hopefully, he's not out for a while. He has some pretty important stuff coming up very soon. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely.
0: So, man, uh, you know, I finally, we did a podcast almost a year ago. It looked here on my, it says April, we talked on uh, Skype here. So, it's been almost a year. But, uh, dude, I finally got to meet you at, I think it was Defy Never Dies uh, back in January when the Young Bucks and all that stuff happened at that show. You were in the 10-man, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the match itself, but the 10-man elimination, man. Uh, was that your first time in front of a uh, Washington Hall crowd?
3: That was, and, you know, like the old saying, you know, it was a shot of adrenaline. It was insanity. And it's funny because I was, uh, you know, I was, in, I was, you know, been training super hard, doing those, you know, crazy drives I've been telling you about. For like, you know, you drive three and a half hours from Portland, um, chase games, I believe, drive the furthest distance just to go to training. And one of the reasons why I was going to train so hard is I wanted to be under five. You know, it's not every day you wake up and, you know, you have one of the hottest professional wrestling companies in the country in your backyard. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, that's my goal. So I finally got the phone call. You know, it was, you know, like, heart starts pumping and whatnot. And I told my wife this I'm like, you know, hey, you might come home and see a ripped shirt in the ground. And she's like, whatever. (laughs) I legit ripped my shirt. I was so excited. I was like, yeah, (laughs) hell yeah. I'm finally getting, you know, finally getting that call. So when I finally get there, they all was about the match and gave us all the details. And, you know, Matt Farmer and, and Jimmy or James, you know, all on the back, you know, hey, man, you made it, you know, you're here, show us what you got, show us who you are. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, man, the pressure's on. <laughs> but the minute my music hits, it's like, you know, all the nerves just calm down. let go out there and just give me some. You know, the crowd wasn't really aware of who I was, admittedly but they picked the hell up, you know. I think it was just, you know, the charisma and the energy that I try to bring to the table. You know, there's there this big man who wants to be larger than life and, you know, wants to entertain the crowd. You know, I'm trying to, you know, give them, you know, as as people, you know, from Dragon Ball Z, give me your energy. <laughs> you, know, uh, I, you know, I want that. You know, that's what's going to pump me up and make me do more for you people. You know, get up and I'm going to be up. But it was an, it was an amazing, amazing time. You know, the crowd, you know, you lighting up for that match. Especially the ending when they when the Young Bucks came out. It oh, was great. Man. That- I couldn't ask for more. I'm like, I'm associated with this somehow. This is great.
0: I you know, I've been to quite a few of the shows at Washington Hall, but when those guys came out, I completely thought the place might cave in. <laughs> the floor
3: was rumbling. I was like and I, I posted it I was like I have never felt the floor rumble just from cheers like that. That isn't, I mean, I went to WrestleMania in 19. Right. <laughs> Didn't go then. Like, that's insane. It was just, you know, just the entire crowd just understand this. That's what I'm loving. I'm loving quote unquote indie wrestling. You know, I keep hearing, you know, people, you know, crap all over it. You know, uh, people in higher places. I'm like, why? Like, I don't understand. I'm like, this is, this is, like, if, if there is a bread and butter of a business and my people are out here able to make a living, you know, a legit living without having to go to WWE or Ring of Honor, and the Young Bucks are proving that every day. Like, they are notoriously well-known, you know, by doing things in Japan, doing things in Mexico, mm-hmm. things in Canada, going around the uh, around the uh, PWG scene. Like, in that crowd, you know, just seeing who they were erupted like that that's that's anything a wrestler could ask for so that was amazing
0: yeah and that's a a building with 750 people as opposed to you know an arena show 10 20, 000, you know bigger you know 50 80 thousand for the wrestlemanias and man that was such the pop i was sitting right by the um where you guys come out in the second row right behind manny and danny who are always in those seats man and the looks on our faces because someone captured it on video and made a little you know the gif or whatever out of it and we look like kids in a candy store, man. We were just jumping up and down. <laughs> it was insane.
3: Well, like, you know. Like, you know this is, this is going to be a treat. I'm actually, I'm I'm really hoping that they come back and, you know, do some more before AEW starts or maybe after AEW starts if they can. Like, that was their first time in Seattle. That was their first time at Defy. You know, and they were putting it over pretty well. Like, God damn, these guys get loud. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Defy gets loud. <laughs> Defy is amazing. Because, you know, I I can't imagine what it's like, you know, dealing with that on a consistent basis. Hopefully I find out. So yeah. that's, yeah, that to me is one of the best nights I think I've, I've ever had in my career so far. Nice. Yeah,
0: and the, it was cool because they made it part of their little YouTube series they do weekly and showed, you know, the stuff from Washington Hall and them being around Seattle and stuff. So everyone's getting to know the Seattle
3: area. Too much talent up here, man. Not going to hold you guys back yep. much sooner. There's so much talent coming up in the PNW now. I remember I hearing somebody saying years ago that, you know, the, the Pacific Northwest really didn't have much. And I'm like, looking around now, I'm like, we have so much untapped potential in this area. It's crazy. I was like, you know, you want, you want to think hi? Artemis Spencer is amazing. <laughs> you know, he's in Canada. Yeah, but he's a fantastic wrestler. You know, um, you want to think, you know, people who people who really should be on the map, Cody Chun is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, that match that night was stupid good. Now, I already knew Cody was good. You know, just naturally gifted, trained his ass off to be as good as he is. You know, and then I got... Yeah, I, he came to the back, and I was like, how did you feel to have match of the night? <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. As, yeah that, that was match of night for me. He was like, okay. I'm like, that was... Dude, that was stupid good work. Fantastic job. Like, and it was like... Yeah, the main event was good, fantastic, just fine. But it was Cody everybody was talking about that night.
0: Yeah, dude, he's got great moves, his timing. You know, when he's not doing his classic chung where he's kind of falling over on purpose. <clears throat> but when, man, he his time, his arm drags and all that stuff, it's, it's beautiful to watch. Chris,
3: Yeah, just hit the trap. You know, it, it, the guys, yeah. I'm hoping he, him and uh, Guillermo get out just a little bit more. I know they're going to the East Coast. Supposed to be doing a couple of shows over there this summer. I'm I'm just happy that everybody's starting to get the exposure they deserve. You know, everybody's starting to finally get you know their comeuppance around. Well, not everybody, you know, but a lot of people are. Even Cash, Cash, you know, is at zero yeah. one right now. He's getting ready to have a
0: title match. I think I saw him tweeting something out about that.
3: Yeah, I believe so. You know, I'm I'm proud of him. You know, hey man, it's you know chase that dream, climb that ladder. I mean, I wish I could, but. Yeah, I told people my like, if something comes my way, I'm I'll, I'll gladly take it. i you know, I'm still gonna work hard as I can to to earn it, but I'm a daddy. Yep. I'm a full time student. You know, uh I do web design now. You know, so I just like, yeah, you know I'm I'm busy with my personal life, making sure that my kids are fed. That's the number one goal. And
0: uh, speaking of that, aren't you uh, didn't you just uh, have another little one uh, recently?
3: I'm sitting right next to him actually. He's looking <laughs> right at his uh, his swing lights. Yeah, little little Landon. So I have two boys. You know, Liam's, uh, actually, Liam's birthday is tomorrow, but we're celebrating today. Liam turns four, And then I have Landon, who is now officially two months. And Landon was uh, just born a week before to five. Oh, wow. You know, and that was one of the things I told people. I was like, you know, I, if, I wish somebody would question my drive for this. Mm. And I would tell them, like, I... Wrestled the same day my son was born down in Portland. My wife was in the hospital; she was making sure that he was, you know, taken care of. I went and wrestled. I got a concussion. Went right back to the hospital room <laughs> and took care of my family. The next day, before we went home, I went and wrestled a D.O.A. Had a match. Came back to the hospital, Got my family, went back home. You know, that's what you're supposed to do. No, some people would have took the night off. Mm-hmm. You know, I love this thing. I love what we do. But my family also Is like you know Just as important So I took care of Everything that day Played Superman that day I am officially Retiring that cape (laughs) That was a long day That is a long day That was
0: tough Bet Then you come home Be dad Hold the baby Feed the baby Give the wife You know Some rest You know
3: Right I I remember when I was a kid You know Listening to Superman Well I guess you can call Triple H Superman You know Looks apart or a villain But I remember Triple H And tough enough Like me Yeah when you come home off the road, you're tired, you're banged up, and then you, know, you gotta play super Daddy, you gotta play super mom, and you got you don't know what's going on when you're when you're not at home. And I'm like, I feel that from like a couple of days. I can only imagine what that's like on the road, and you're trying to do all that too. Like, and you do. I don't know if you follow the Instagram of uh, uh, the Good Brothers. You know, and I'll I'll look at Carl, and I'm like, dude, you got
4: four boys,
3: new one new one here. You're doing keto, trying to lose a bunch of weight, you know, and you're trying to balance your life. And I'm just like, I don't know how you do it. Todd, it must be a a,
0: a puzzle. To
3: it must be hard to put that puzzle together. It's it's incredibly tough because you just you don't want to you don't want to neglect, you know. But it's kind of like even a part time dad is a part time dad, mm-hmm. and that's like that's the one thing you have to get over. You know, if as as they get older, you know they understand it's just part of life. You're trying to take care of them in whatever way possible. It can be the same thing if you had a corporate job. It's just you know, hey, as soon as you can, you know, make sure you take care of that job, uh, that baby. You know, uh, make sure you're you're really in on what's going on. When I come home, I've come home off you know from driving from California, slept for three or four hours, and you know when my son comes downstairs from his room, and hey, Dad, what are you doing? Sleep, beat up. What do you need? You know. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he has uh, tablet games. You know, I'm really into teaching him math. I really want him to be good at math. So, okay. you know, I'm sitting here with a uh, bang in drink in my hand, going over his, you know, quote-unquote homework before he hits uh, uh, preschool, trying to make sure that he understands everything. And just, that's just the way it is. And I'm like, it's I could be 40 years old, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be a for with Landon. He's four. <laughs> we'll yeah, but it. it's a beautiful thing.
0: It's real great, because I remember when I finally met you there. Uh, I don't know if it was the intermission or after the show ended, finally. And I came up to you and introduced myself, and I was like, how's it going? What's going on? He's like, man, i got to hurry up and get home. My baby was just yeah. born. That was like the first thing you told me, man, so then I could see your face kind of light up. You just got the shit knocked out of you for a while in a match, throwing around, and then the first thing on your mind and a big smile is, i got to get home to my son. Yeah, I
3: absolutely love it. I've actually been filming, I you said, I don't like kids, i done it. That's cool. You know, everybody needs kids, and everybody wants kids, and I'm not against that at all. I totally understand that. The world's repopulated as it is anyway, but I love my boys. You know, my daddy and me talked about this some time ago. He was like, man, I remember when you were seven and told me you wanted to have kids. I was like, I didn't? I don't remember that at all. He was like, you've always wanted to be, you know, uh, a dad. You know, I'm like, yeah, well, I wanted to, you know, have people let it better than I did growing up. You know, and watching these two boys is, is like, you know, what really keeps me going. Uh, if I'm tired, or you know, overly stressed, you know, I just look at them and I'm like, but I can still do better. Right. You know, it's kind of competing with myself. Um, so I have to look at things from a different, different spectrum. Like, you know, mm-hmm. no, I'm not, I'm not jacked and spending all my time in the gym because I can only afford an hour and a half, you know, I have homework to do and I have my kids to hang out with. So that's how it is. Like you said, Hey, I want to go home. That's true. I want to go home. I want to make sure I give my wife a break and see my son, and you know, just watch him smile back at me. I'm looking at him right now, and I'm just like, "Yeah." The minute I'm off this uh, interview, son, I'm going to go ahead and just give you a hold, <laughs> and just <go>
4: back
0: <laughs> to bed. Oh man, man, I can just hear the uh, happiness in your voice. So uh, another thing we talked about real quick uh, before you left Defy is you wanted to come on and talk a little football. We never got a chance to uh, do that. You were pretty high yeah, on so the Rams.
3: You- I, so, like, we really need to talk about the game. Uh, and, and then, like, we were talking about it yesterday. And I was like, brother, it's been so stupid. My brother was telling my my brother, uh, Reggie, or my best friend, but you we know, of my brothers, was talking to me about all these trades. He's like, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? Did you hear about this? And I'm, you know, it's it's the blank down over the phone. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. And he stops. Did you guys hear who I said got traded? Reggie, I'm going to be honest with you. I have not watched all season long. I barely know what you're talking about. And he's like, <laughs> damn, like that? As a you try doing advanced accounting in statistics and things like that in the middle of the night and then worry about the game in the morning. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Got to have a little priority on I, I your I I, 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 By priorities, right? I, I barely talk to people and <laughs> it was trash I was like, that's the worst we, Super
0: Bowl I have ever seen we turned it off at halftime I just couldn't even do it anymore for one I just can't no, stand I, the Patriots I mean they're great Tom Beatty's great I just I've seen them too much I was kind of hoping the Rams would just come out and jump all over them but I don't know what
3: happened no well, I uh, I gave it up about the same time you know plus you know Marineford halftime show what are you thinking yeah <laughs> so that was that was like okay, a big no for me. I had the day off and everything. And I said, forget it. I'm gonna go to the gym, my pump, I'm get a pump on, you know, and come back home. And then I'm at the game. I'm at the game. I'm at the gym, and I'm looking up at the game. And uh, me and another guy at the gym, like, this is the lowest scoring Super Bowl I've ever seen. And we're, we're talking like, like Dude, I'm 33. I've seen quite a few Super Bowls. This is the lowest scoring one I think I've ever seen, and we were just like, I don't know what's going on. This is weird. I just wasn't entertained. I didn't really care about the game at all. I was Like I'd rather just you know go eat the hot wings, you <laughs> know, turn TV off. Right. You know, uh, it was pretty bad. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I, you know, I uh, I'm actually graduating this year. I'm hoping I can catch back up on some sports, man. I really, you know, miss going to my granddad's house and watching sports. That's how I got into it. My my family is. We play We play baseball, soccer. You know, I play. I did football. I did basketball. I did you know a collegiate wrestling. So like, we're we all in the sports. My grandfather is like the, you know, the, you know. Don't you dare come around with go look at that Lincoln here on boy. I'm like, what oh, are no. I don't want you wearing that Cubby Bryant, you know, uh, jersey in my house. I'm like, oh, Graham, you crazy? And he stopped me at the door. I'm serious. <laughs> said, you want to come? You want come in his house? Yeah. Take off jersey, damn. damn like that. All right, man, take the damn jersey. I want it anyway. Uh, man, was plan Yeah, yeah, my everybody knows my granddad. He's not messing with my granddad. He just, you know, just go about today. Yeah, I put it down and I'll put it back on. when I leave the house.
0: <laughs> he's a be the <laughs> okay.
3: fan for life.
0: Oh man, it sounds like a lot of great times
3: there, huh? It's always good. It's always good and it's always fun. But it's just like, you know, watching folks like get nose to nose over a football game. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go home on that note, you know, <laughs> and snag me a couple extra pieces of pizza. You guys have a good night. There you go. I ain't dealing with this. A couple pieces of pizza, yeah, I, can of beer to go. <laughs> yeah, but I really, man, I really wanted to uh, to ask you have you been, you know, catching up on, uh, you know, the WWE product or NXT? Like, that's I've been just, like, whenever I get the free time, that's. And NXT is all I've been wanting to watch uh, because I just, I love, they've been capturing, it, you know, anybody that's, you know, is an indie darling recently, yeah. like most people. And uh, I was showing Damon James last night. i was like, hey, have you seen Keith Lee? He's like, I've heard of Keith Lee. <laughs> and I'm like, you've heard of Keith? Oh, my God. I was like, Keith is stupid athletic for no reason. I showed him a match uh, with him and Dijakovic. And he was like, Okay. He's three twenty five. I said he's three twenty five. That man's a guy. Damn athletic is freak. And I'm like, yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Because so when you listen to Keith Lee, I play football. I'm like, okay, bro, it looks like you did gymnastics. Ain't no damn where you. <laughs> in that big. Dude, that guy's a monster. But yeah, they're
0: signing up everyone. I think they're scared that they're gonna start going to you know other places since everyone else is. You know, signing everyone to contracts, Ring of Honor and New Japan and Impact and uh, the AEW that's coming. And uh, so it's kind of crazy. They've got so much talent on their roster. Like, as a matter of fact, I was just looking at they already have six matches announced for WrestleMania. None of them are any of the tag matches, the tag title matches, which is three now because they have the women's t- titles, SmackDown and Raw the U.S. belt's not mm-hmm. on there, intercontinental belt's not on there, cruiserweight, even Daniel Bryant's match is
3: not announced yet.
0: So there's already six. There's still at least seven more matches to get added.
3: That's what I keep hearing. And, you know, the the one thing is, and, you know, I look at it now, you know, like, all right, man, this is amazing. You have all this talent. But what are you going to do with it? Like, until you make NXT, like, your official, an official, like, you know, piece where people can go to, right. you know, you have... All these wrestlers, most of them are getting paid. I should here, some are pretty well. But then, like, you know, I'm watching, uh, what was I watching? Some of the highlights in the shows. And I see EC3 on main event, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. why? I'm like, I mean, hey, get him a treaty here and there and whatnot, but my EC3 should be showcased. Like, I would love to see EC3 versus Randy Orton. So that, it just spells itself EC3 versus RKO. Oh, yeah. be an amazing. It it, should, it it sells itself, you know. Uh, but then you, you guys you got guys like, I heard you go, so I haven't seen them back. Bray Wyatt, we have no idea what's going on with that. They yeah. made a big surprise. You know, just, okay, you guys also have some big hitters that are sitting out. What's going on? And I'm looking around and, you know, air the it's It's, you know, always rumor, rumor, rumor. You know, people aren't happy. People aren't re-signing, you know. But I'm like, you know, when I get an alert from Butcher Report that, you know, uh, Carl Anderson and Gallows aren't going to re-sign, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, being misused because it's it's, it's, it's bloated right now. I'm waiting for them, you know, to make that big announcement that they're cutting the fat. You know, I, I, I hate seeing boys lose their jobs, but it's like that's, the only thing I see is a logical, you know, thing. Next step to do is like we need to cut some fat somewhere, because there's guys who who aren't getting anything, and guys who are fantastic and aren't getting anything either. You know, people like you know Neville, for instance. How do you mess up Neville? Like, if you go back and watch his from NXT to Raw when he was wrestling Jericho to putting him on 205 Live exclusively, which. Even he admitted that he hated that idea. He's like, Why? I don't understand. But like, they need more room. They're putting people you know, in certain places just to put more room on Raw. Mm-hmm. But Neville? Like Neville's gumongous.
4: Yeah.
0: He's like ripped now, man. I don't know if you, I'm sure you've seen him lately. And he's, yeah. gonna, he's gonna be a Body main
3: star in uh, AEW, I think. He was just he, man. Pac is has been a star for years. I don't, I don't know how you messed that up. I just don't get it. He's, the guy has also you know, tough as nails. He, uh, did, I think he did a sweep, and somehow, some way, his finger had actually got dislocated in the mid match. Like his finger is pointing oh. <laughs> uh, eastward, and he was like, looks rough. Like, like look at the ref. Big, big bug eyes. Grabs his finger, you know, puts it back in place. Continues the match and was like, <sighs> "Damn, dude! Like, look it up. Look it up when you have time today." It was I was look like, at. I mean, it's not like you know Triple H with tearing a quad and finishing a match, but it was like he. That's still pretty didn't even think about it. All right, cool. Gotta go to work.
0: Yeah, no problem. We gotta finish this. Don't have the doctor look at it or nothing. You know, just pull it back in. Exactly. Get it done.
3: <laughs> All right, to get the trainer. Talk to You know, and went right back to it. But as far as talent goes, I think the, the talent that's been sending out to me. <clears throat> For the last year, been Velveteen. Oh yeah, you know, here's the yeah, guy three. who's 22, 23. The guy is ripped to shreds, and you know everything he does is just you know it's it's just unique. i was like, yeah, people are like, oh, it's just Prince. Prince didn't do all that. <laughs> <laughs> Prince did not do all that, and that's also him coming, but coming out of the character, and it works. But that's a character that when it gets called up, because of how bloated it is, that I I be I'm worried about it mm-hmm
0: well even with uh they just brought up um uh gargano and um ricochet and uh, uh black black but it's like what are they gonna do with them right now they got the two in a tag team it's like yeah that's cool and all but i'd rather see those guys on their own
3: right and that's you know i think taz on his podcast brought up like that's <coughs> concerning like you have four great singles wrestlers and two of them don't tag ever Mm-hmm. Until recently, I mean, I guess you can do that, but it doesn't really make any sense. Uh, and Gargano, where Chompa has a neck injury now, so Gargano, I, you know, gets to do his own thing when he gets the time. But Gargano was like, that should have been like, I wish they would just do like those big. Remember back in the day, we had those big surprises, like someone returns or someone just gets called up. Yeah, you know, even a, even a couple years ago, that's why we waited for Gargano, like. You know anybody wants to answer his challenge, mm-hmm. and then that's how you like Gargano.
0: like the Kevin Owens thing with
3: Cena. Oh my God, that'd have been perfect.
0: Yeah, that was good stuff. You know,
3: yeah, it would have been a repeat, but so what? Yeah, like, yeah. it's been great. Yeah, Black, it, same thing. It worked. Just do it again. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Laura Sullivan. Like you know, despite the you know, things that's been said about him online and what he said, he's making for that. The guy, the guy's a goddamn freak. Yeah, like he is. I was watching his his shoulder workout, and then. You know, I'm like looking at it, taking notes, and you know, of course, that time I looked at my paper, I, you know, somehow wrote nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I I'm not I'm a shoulder pressing 500 pounds over my head, and you know, uh, doing power cleans or whatnot like that. I'm not doing that. The guy is incredible though for a guy who's only been doing it for a short, short time. I think he's just about gets it, but I heard he had an anxiety attack.
0: Yeah, so I'm, guess, I'm wondering
3: like you know, it was, it was outside too much.
0: Of it was right outside the show. I guess he was supposed to go in the arena for, I think it was SmackDown and he
3: couldn't go in the building from what I hear. So hopefully and he's has hey, got a handle. That. You know, I heard he's okay. I heard it be, he said, you know, like, Hey, this is not the first time we've seen people do this. We totally get it, you know, just take some time, you know, but I'm like, I'm hoping we see him after WrestleMania. Like that's a guy that could do something. If they're going to give him the big push and, you know, Showcase him on you know on Raw or SmackDown. Sure, man, put him up against. You know what? I would love to see. It, it, it requires him to also push him again as Rusev versus oh, Sullivan. Yeah, that'd be, good hard-hitting. Just, right,
0: be like a good. Hard hitting,
3: match. right. Exactly. Good hard hitting match. It's a good. It's a, if you're going to keep Rusev at mid card status, which I think is a stupid thing you could do for Rusev. Sure, you know, give him a Sullivan, we'll teach Sullivan what he needs to do in the actual show. It'd be a great hard hitting match. You know, it, you know, you can turn Rusev face because he needs to stay face and go from there. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now with with, with their product. And just yeah. So, yeah to
0: you. I watched uh, Fastlane. I haven't watched a lot of the product, but I keep, you know, I read up on it and stuff, you know, because there's just so much going on in life. Hell, I'm talking to the wrong person about busy life. But, uh, you know, yeah, so I'll keep up on it. But I did watch Fastlane. Uh, a few weeks ago or whatever it was. And uh, I thought it was a decent show with some good wrestling. Sometimes there was too many people in the matches for me at some points, but I thought it was good. I think the folks that they're bringing in to the backstage area are maybe going to help uh, get some of their creative back to where it was years ago.
3: Oh, man, I, when I heard who they were uh, bringing back for the creative and who they were bringing in for agents surprised, you know, and happy for some of them. I'm like, dude, Shane Helms coming back to the company is, in any form or fashion, is big news. Um, I wish Abyss would have came back or he came to the company years ago. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I heard that Arn is not there anymore, and that kind of like, I don't know why it bothers me. I'm like, what happened? Like, Arn Anderson, I heard, was, the, you know, great. But as far as talent goes, the fast lane, the one that stood out to me from South Island, that dude got jacked. I don't know what routine he said, I'm going to start doing. That guy got <laughs> jacked. He looked the roll. And out of all the fast lane, he had the bump that scared me the most. Yeah. And I don't know why. It was just a simple, just teeter off the top. I think he got drop kicked. And he fell all the way from the top onto the, the barricade. Mm. And, like, you know, like, when you watch, like, an injury video on Instagram, you kind of feel it internally. Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it kind of cringe, like, turn, and ah. Oh, right, right. I screeched. My wife, goes, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know why that bothers me. Like, no. <laughs> a big case of nope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just, man. oh, my God. But, yeah, I watched that thing. I watched some of that thing too. I liked it.
4: The entire
3: storyline of screwing over Kofi's over- overshot. <laughs> If that if if it doesn't have a good payoff, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my mind. Like, what was, he, what was the point then?
0: There's only one payoff yeah. that could really happen in there. And that's in my mind. You it, you
3: have to. <laughs> Kofi is Kofi's been just climbing that hill forever. But like I, I told my uh, I told my brother, who's also a big wrestling fan, I said, you know, it's funny is, is I would have thought like if you look at those three on the table, Xavier Woods could go for the cruiserweight title, right? If he's you know for real getting close to 205. five. Kofi definitely could be a world champion, right? But between Kofi and Big E, I would have thought for sure Big E. Oh, yeah, definitely. I like Big E. Big E is, uh, I think he got fingers close once, and then it was, you know, I think uh, that's about the time him and Ziggler split up, and then he went and, you know, joined uh, the New Day. But, yeah, dude, Big E is very athletic very charismatic can talk his butt off on the mic oh yeah i'm i mean i don't i don't want to donate to this band but if they do please let Big me just go heel and run and run rough shot
0: oh, i'd love to see him go heel and he could even take xavier with him they, you know but they i think their new day thing has kind of run its course the goofiness i mean i love it you know they're freaking entertaining but they've been doing it for quite a few many years now
3: Has it been has it been like four years now i think something like that i don't know the exact number yeah it, it's it's god it's uh edging christian talked about this he's like you know the longer you're in groups like that even though you're making good money he's like you become you know synonymous with it. like you, you can't escape it and i'm like yeah if i looked at my wrestling career and you know at the back of the day i'm like yeah that was a cool time in my life but i don't want to i don't want to say oh you're the new day guy you know you're the new day guy <laughs> yeah you know i you know i'm i'm Cape and cassidy i'm the big dude in this MF, you know, come on man.
4: Right.
3: But maybe that's what they want. You know, their four best they're three best friends having a good time, playing video games on shows and getting paid for it. Yeah. More we'll pancakes. <laughs> well hey man, uh I
0: think it's time I better let you go back to uh
3: I was like, yeah, you got things to do and I need to go ahead and that's take a nap. Right. Time so, for you to take yeah, a nap, be
0: dad, study, uh, let's do let's all those things in you at, do. At, uh,
3: WrestleMania
0: I think that'd be that'll be really fun. Let's get a couple guys if you have time. Yeah, we could definitely do that because on yeah. my Skype, I can pull. We can, a couple do people a, in.
3: we can do a review of the show or whatever.
0: No, that'd be a lot of fun. I appreciate that, man. Hey, what what you got going up uh, this any any uh, shows next couple weekends?
3: I got Deal coming up in a couple weeks, where it's going to be me and Quiz versus um, No Lives Matter. Oh. You know, Doctor Cleaver and uh, Derek Drexel. And then after that, say I'm supposed to be headed to uh, Texas All Star Wrestling, oh, real soon, and have my debut match down there. So it's about to be a pretty good time. Uh, I'm trying to get you know as much work as possible during the summer because I just want to travel. Like I, I just I, I want to experience what it's like on the road for at least one or two weeks, nice. just back and forth matches. I think it's going to be a great summer for me. That.
0: All right, man. Well, good luck to you with all that. And uh, hey. Go hold your uh, son, kiss your wife, and uh, relax. Let me tell me what to do. No, <laughs> hey, buddy, thanks for stepping Thank you, in yeah. today. I appreciate you so much.
3: It is, I man. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Later. Bye.